Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not in Jesus name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. You have to fight the good fight of faith. In fact, the scripture speaks of that which is eternal and that which is temporal. The things which are seen are temporal, Paul says, but the things which are not seen are eternal, 2 Corinthians 4.18. So we should ask how we're spending, ask ourselves, our life, our resources, how are we stewarding them, our energies? You see, there's only one work in the earth that's eternal, friends, and that's the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything else is going away. It's temporal. Should it not be that which holds eternal value? In other words, where we pour our life, our resources, our time, our energy, it must be. That's how we endure to the end and will receive an eternal reward. Jesus said, lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust dust corrupt, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust dust corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is there will your heart be also. So ask yourself, where is the treasure of your time, your talents, your supply, your resources, your money? Where is it? Where is it? What are you pouring it into? Because Jesus taught right there that your heart is following where you're putting your riches. A lot of people wonder why they can't recover themselves out of their backslidden state. It's because they spend so much money and time on vehicles and having a pool and all of these things that have no eternal value. That's what's important to them. They give God a token, a very small token, but something inside of you, if that's where you are, no matter where it is that you're scattering your life instead of the kingdom of Christ, something inside of you is bothering you. And let me encourage you to come before the Lord today in repentance and confess these things as sin and idolatry and spiritual adultery. Because there's a lot of people claiming to be Christians, that's so obvious, that are completely wasting the substance God gave them, which Paul called seed. In 2 Corinthians 9, he referred to it as not like the word of faith teachers. Those guys are completely false. But he did say, he that soweth sparingly will reap also sparingly, but he that soweth bountifully will also reap also bountifully. And then he said, God loveth a cheerful giver, somebody that gives out of hilarity, actually joyfully in thanksgiving and worship to the Lord for everything he's given them, which is everything that we have. The scripture says in James 1.17 that every good and every perfect gift comes from the Lord. Amen. Every good gift and every perfect. And we should give back to him and to further his kingdom with a cheerful heart. Otherwise, we shouldn't bother giving. And Jesus also taught that he watches the actual percentage that people give. We've got an article, a post on Safeguard Your 
soul.com i want you to look it up it's got an audio with it i believe a podcast and it's called jesus sat over against the treasury the book of mark absolutely amazing little passage with incredible insight for us this is an open book test right so jesus said blessed is he that readeth and keeps these words revelation 1 3 so jesus sat over against the treasury what did he do he watched how the people cast their money and he knew every man's bottom line he knew how much and knows how much you have and i have and he's watching every one of us and how we steward that which he's given us to to whom much is given much shall be required now i didn't mean to get off on this topic but this is bible so let's let's flow with it for a minute and then we're going to get to special missions from the lord in just a minute as we close now again look it up on safeguard put in the words jesus sat s-a-t So when Jesus sat over against the what? The treasury. Ah, That's where people gave. There was a a big thing where people threw in their money, some kind of vat or something in the temples at that time. And this is a huge revelation. We should ask and actually no longer wonder what Jesus is sitting down watching. At the right hand of the Father, Hebrews tell us that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And what is he doing? Jesus Christ, Hebrews says also, 13.8, is the same yesterday and today and forever. Don't kid yourself. Jesus sat over against the treasury, it says, and he watched. What did he watch? And beheld, it says, beheld, focused in on, watched. How the people cast money into the treasury. He looked at their heart. God always looks at the heart motive. And we just recalled how 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 11 says, God actually loves a cheerful, hilarious, joyful giver. Not out of drudgery, he says, or being compulsory to do it, but doing it out of joy. God's looking at the motive of our heart in everything we do. We are to offer our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And when we do, everything we have is going to be belong to him. First Chronicles twenty nine fourteen. All things, he said, come of thee and of thine own, I believe it was David, have we given thee. Everything we've given you, Father, came out of your beautiful hand to us. Amen. And so Jesus sat over against the treasury. This is Mark twelve thirty five through 41. And he beheld how the people cast money into the treasury and many that were rich cast in much. In other words, there were people casting in what amounts to maybe hundreds or thousands of dollars. But And then he said, and there came a certain poor widow and threw in two mites, which make a farthing, which is less than a penny. And Jesus goes on to say, this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance But she of her want or lack did cast in all that she had, even all her living. So who was she trusting? She was trusting God. Who were they trusting? They were trusting themselves in the wealth that remained after they gave. Jesus saw that though they threw in what amounted to a lot of money in that day's time, they reserved to themselves much treasure 
in this world. And so we can't escape the fact that Jesus is watching how much we gave and how much we got sitting back. We got people, let me just throw this out there. I don't like to get personal usually, but I got to speak from experience and God's called me into the ministry. Been doing it for a few decades now by the grace of God. And the only thing good coming out of it is what Jesus is bringing through it and uh, his word. Amen. So We've got, we fed people, thousands get fed from this ministry every day year round that have all kinds of money. And they're going to give account to that. And Jesus spoke in terms of that money testifying against them on Judgment Day. And so did James, James 2 and Luke chapter 12. That is very scary. God sees it all, friend, all. And when you got the workers of the Lord that he's called out to do, get this real close, listen, his work, not their work, his work, we're all to be participating. You know, don't pity the poor gospel laborers, which Jesus instructed us to pray for, Matthew 9, the end of it, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers and do his Don't. Don't pity them as much as you pity those who are fed by them and know that they're doing the work of God and refuse to help them. You know, you always find it. It's the people with the least amount of money, as we see here in this story and the end of Mark 12, 41 through 45, actually, or 44. It's always seems to be those who have the least that give the most. And Jesus said this lady gave all, right? Because she gave everything she had. Those other guys, see, Jesus looks at the heart and the percentage in which we give, or should I say, of which we give, of that which we have. So in summation, the Bible teaches us that God looks at two things concerning our giving, and that's number one, the percentage we give, and number two, the hard posture in which we give. And let us finish with First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 14, which says, All things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several, many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach god be praised by the way for those who are supporting and feel free to visit our donate page on the site and you can use your debit card paypal or patreon and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so and a gift of any amount is so appreciated part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.